welcome to When We Grow Up, the podcast time machine where we go back and ask the question of our past selves, what do you want to be when you grow up and the journey it took us on? My name is Steve and each conversation I ask the same core questions to my guests and we go into the mindset of our childlike selves and see what took us on that ever-expanding question. At no point do I ask the guests to reveal what they do for a living as I know some people might not want to or just can't, unless of course what they happen to have achieved what they set out to do all those years ago theme you're going to see running through these first few episodes is going to be how I met these people and that was through wrestling but that's because I think they've all got interesting stories to tell that wrestling might be the passion but it's not the dream and so on. So my guest this time for this first episode is Timo Ward and I know them through wrestling. Uh, So Timo thank you for coming and please tell us more about yourself and just kind of give us a quick intro onto into the man the man the wolf the legend and all the <laughs> all the things in between yes um, so yeah so my name's timo i'm uh, originally from sheffield um i've been here in nottingham around the house of pain for about must be about six years now so yeah uh, i'm i've been in around wrestling for gosh quite some time now so like, i mean I, I started in sheffield moved to nottingham essentially for kind of a more um kind of focused wrestling school so like something that was more kind of um there more open more kind of it, it just had more facilities more time to kind of just get out there rather than sort of like my old school which was just once a week on a sunday which you know half the time it was hard to do and it wasn't really so like it, half the time it wasn't like the, the best and well, most adequate kind of training facilities and half the time there was no teachers there so i ended up having to lead half the lesson so it's like <laughs> i was in absolutely no position to do at my kind of stage in time so you know this that's how i've come to be here and i think i've gone from strength to strength coming to house of pain um i mean these these days i mean it's, that doesn't really have much to do with um what i wanted to do with well but um currently i'm a, um outside of wrestling i'm a insurance telesales agent oh, wow. um which is about as exciting as it sounds. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and that's where we are. Whatever pays the bills, man. That's 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 Indeed. the thing. But Indeed. but I mean, we'll get into it. So so, what did you want to be when you grew up? Huh. Um, many things, many things. Um, the uh, I, I think over the time for kind of growing up, I mean, I've always kind of had a had a really kind of vivid imagination. So I've gone from thing to thing. I think like being a wrestler was kind of always up there, but I think the main one thing I kind of really wanted to do at that point was um, robotics engineering. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, that's, I mean, it, it was something that always kind of interested me growing up from kind of a young age and um and sort of like because i mean I've, i mean i've already seen a couple of questions you wanted to ask me early and kind of in readiness and so sort of like the the sorts of things leading into that is essentially where all the kind of inspiration came from and all yeah. the sorts of things that took my imagination from tv so yeah um, so i mean that was going to be the next point so, i mean like how old were you when you first thought about this and um like was it and like when was it presented to you because like for me it was like when i was like five or six i mean when was this idea of like what do you want to do with your life kind of brought to you (laughs) so the the um i could almost i could almost pinpoint it because it was essentially i think it was correct me if i'm wrong but it was 1998 so i'd have been about seven years old um and it was the very first series of robot wars with jeremy clarkson at the helm right okay 
so you can probably see where this is kind of going. But yeah, this, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, I was at my site. I used to when when I was off school, I always kind of ended up staying um, at my grandma's whilst I went mum went to work and all that sort of jazz. So um, I just kind of and then I think I ended up I didn't I didn't end up catching the first two episodes. I think I think the first I think the very first episode I might have seen was the third episode in, but like just literally from that point my imagination was kind of caught just kind of these whole cool robotic kind of boxes on wheels just kind of roaming around that kind of fighting and so like the whole house robots thing so like all of those sorts of things just kind of like took seven-year-old me and i was like whoa like this is really cool um because yeah. i think i think i think i would have had like kind of little i think um, maybe stemming from that as well i mean i would have kind of had like a penchant for um kind of getting i wanted always want to kind of like remote control kind of toys and those sorts of things cars and all those sorts of things and i think so like seeing that show just kind of accentuated everything i wanted to do kind of from that point yeah definitely i can see how that would have captured the imagination tenfold absolutely yeah so i mean did your idea change at any point if so when like if no like what what did you do to kind of work towards that um so I, I i think i i think it was it was something that kind of stuck in the back of my mind for quite a while um that i kind of wanted to go through and i think even up until in whilst well, so i was kind of in the middle of secondary school let's say um i was kind of a thing i kind of wanted to do because i i don't think i i don't think i really appreciated the kind of career that i was kind of had in mind when it came to that sort of things because my my kind of vision was always I just want to get into this so I can build cool things to kind of go out and kill other things, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> so I never, I never really kind of imagined the um, the kind of things around um, what you know getting into robotics engineering would have been like. So yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and so for oh, I could you know I could go make things that could you know help people um, live the, live their lives better, or you know. You know, you see, you see, you see all the kind of cool things that's out now, like you got robot hoovers and robot lawnmowers and all that sorts of things. You know, you could those sorts of things you could have uh, been into. I mean, I, I mean, through school, I mean, there was um, they used to do a thing um, in our design technology um, department, and um, that me and a group of friends used to kind of come round during lunch times. Uh, there was like they like a Lego design competition and sort of like it was all oh, about cool, program cool. it was all about programming and it was just like you built kind of like this Lego machine and they gave you kind of like a set list of um things to do so it's so like you, you could essentially create tasks to for this robot to do and essentially score so like they took you to a tournament kind of thing with all a bunch of other schools that participating oh that's right and, they so essentially you could essentially work, work your bot, your creations against other ones and so i just have this whole robot competition um so i was involved in that i think about twice um we did i think we did two years with um our team and we at both times we came away with the best research award nice. um i don't think our i don't think our bot did quite well enough to kind of win the kind of main prize but we we came away with the trophy both at least and it was cool because it was all it was all like a trophy literally built out of lego um that we came away with nice. um i think i think the first i think the first year actually went and met um so like professor noel sharkey of robot wars fame was like on the judging panel so that was pretty neat to go there and you know kind of see him in the flesh and yeah man um so it's funny because I, re I remember going i remember going to him i think it was about the i think around that time of um 
uh, that point in my life. I think it was about the time when Robot Wars would have been into its like sixth or seventh seasons when it was. I think it was just before it kind of went off air for a while. Yeah. Um, and there was a whole there was a whole like contentious end to one of the series, as I think, because. Um, uh, between I think it was Typhoon and Storm Two or something like that. I mean, your my like my I don't know how much you know about Robot Wars, but like my I'm so like my brain's kind of like <laughs> hardwired to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like and on like and I think um, like in my and a lot of people on sort of my other people's minds, like Storm clearly won the fight, but like the fight went to Typhoon and everybody was like, what? And just because like that's absolute horse manure <laughs> and all that sort of thing. Um, so I think I think literally one of the, like it might have been a so like I look at it, I look back at it a little bit now and I think maybe oh cringe what like what was I doing but I think I like literally went and asked him about that judge's decision. <laughs> Excellent. What was your criteria? I demand to know. I need justice. But um, yeah, it was um, coming coming back to the point. Essentially, it was I think it was through um, kind of growing up into secondary school, like um, sort of. Um, getting through kind of going into science um, classes and through maths classes and so like I, I spoke to a number of teachers and they said I, I said well what do you want they said what do you want to do well, I, I said well I'd, I'd kind of like to get into robotic engineering and they were like oh you're gonna have to get really good at maths if you're gonna be doing all of that sort of thing and I was like oh dear yeah <laughs> so, maths um, isn't really my strong suit so like i mean like my i think my kind of area i've, I've generally been more of a very creative person so I'm, i think i'd have been more handier at the kind of design sort of things yeah um so um my so like in the end i kind of i ended up just kind of steering away and i did other things in i, I chose a really stupid range of um subjects at a level but um kind of the main the main ones i did was um graphic design and theatre because I just I just like being creative so those were the two things I went and did so I went and did my degree in theatre and all that stuff so um it, it was about it was somewhere in the middle of that point that was kind of like yeah I don't think I'm it's like maybe cut out to kind of go and do robotics engineering at this point because I mean maybe I just didn't really I didn't really have to drive for kind of getting to know maths and science that much because it just it wasn't really a, a thing that interested me that much and I was kind of um maybe a bit disappointed but like i think in the back of my mind doing kind of the more creative things um i'd hoped maybe i could take those sorts of things and maybe apply them to some in something else in the future so like you know because i mean i by that by that time as i say robot wars kind of went off the tv and i never knew if it would come back at all but um it was it was one of those kind of things i hoped in the back of my mind that maybe one day it will come back and you know maybe i could find myself screwing into a team and say well hey let me draw this pretty picture and you can build around this yeah so, <laughs> that's kind of the way it went i think that's a, an interesting point that you kind of raise there is it's so easy at that age especially for teachers to kind of dissuade you from stuff because mm. and because they think of it purely from the analytical side of it and the yeah. very academical side of it mm. and rather than the actual well if they've got the drive to do it and want to do it then we should kind of encourage it a bit and you know whilst they may need skills x or y how mm. can we work around work with this individual to get there and i know that like you know obviously teachers have a lot of workloads and stuff like that so i don't pin all the blame you know on them it's it but but sometimes i've especially you know my secondary school was very low attendance as for you know it was only like a couple mm. of hundred kids 
and so there was a lot of time for teachers to get to know the individuals and stuff but they were very keen on dissuading i think Mm. kind of thing but yeah it's very interesting that you bring that up um so i mean we've kind of you've gone into like what you do do with yourself so obviously we've we've moved away slightly unfortunately from (laughs) the robotic engineering but do you think and you kind of touched on it a little bit so i mean like do you really know what you want to be when you quote unquote grow up if there is such a thing like and, and if not does that kind of bother you at all is it something that you'd revisit like the initial idea of robotic engineering and all that kind of thing um i i mean the to, to answer the question do i know what i want to do like i i i'm not i'm not really sure anybody really does know what they want to do like the i mean i I, I keep I think I ask myself this kind of every two years when I kind of get into a so like I've, I've been I've been through um I mean this this current job is like my third kind of full-time job at this point in my life and it's kind of like you know as it's as you say it's it's more thing to kind of really pay the bills than what I really want to do quote unquote um so what do I really want to, what I really want to do is um create perform and just kind of do kind of creative things really so like this job is none of those things it's it's sales so and i'm generally just kind of it's it's very same thing every day in day out more or less and it's just kind of it's not the um kind of points that i like and it's one of those things that i'm like i mean i'd probably i'll probably be i mean i'm i won't i'll be happy to say now that like i'd probably look to be moving on ish soon um where I go from here is um, again a question mark. So I'm not really sure where I want to go next. It's what kind of opportunities are out there, and I mean the current climate is making things make things even more difficult than they are in a normal kind of um, setting in the world. But the what I really want to do, I mean, I mean, I think like for me, wrestling um, ticks a lot of my personal boxes. Absolutely, yeah. as it is, because. Um, as, a, as an art as a as an art form as a sport whatever you want to call it it's just a very wrestling is a very creative thing yeah um because you kind of you know you you meet into your own characters i've you know I've, you know i've spent a lot of time designing my own designing my own gear so like people make it but like i've, I've always kind of etched out the details on the gear to a degree and so like i've got to make my own kind of you know didn't like the t-shirts i made them to like ages ago it's like they were all kind of my designer when take took the pictures kind of graded it out and sort of like fixed it all to a proper thing to get them printed so um like so in that sort kind of sense i'm kind of fulfilling the things that kind of my normal job doesn't let me fulfill yeah you're scratching that itch a bit aren't you yeah but if if there were something that i could fulfill all of those itches and still get paid for it at the same time then you know that's you know at that point i think yes i'd be quite happy in this so like in this vein of life but where we go from where my point right now is you know it's just a whole long journey that we'll probably explore i mean and the i think going back to the kind of the robotics engineering thing i don't i think it's probably i, I don't think again i'm not really that into maths that much that i'd probably want to get into it right now but i don't think you necessarily need to um, I mean, because I think what I for what I want to do, I think because my itch for robotic engineering was mostly based around, you know, building silly boxes on wheels to fight each other. <laughs> um, 
And, you know, I, I don't think I really, really need to get into robotic engineering for that. I think what I could do is find other ways to kind of get into those sorts of things. I've actually met, like, um, people through other kind of channels, as it were, to who actually do that sort of, like, they built robots and, you know, they've kind of, like, they brought them around and they sort of like, kind of show me these little, like, little, um, like they call them featherweights, weights, or whatever, that they have actually, like, made themselves in a fight. And, like, I've said to them, hey, if you ever need a team member, I'd, I'd love to come along and learn. So, um, you know, there's, I think there's avenues out there for me to get into it without having to kind of go the whole around of getting a maths degree and, um, yeah, definitely. And kind of go spending like three or four years just kind of learning the whole kind of tech, really. Yeah, definitely, man. No, that sounds that sounds awesome. So the final question really is, what would you tell your younger self about when they grow up? Um, definitely choose. I mean, choose like do what you want to do, but definitely choose a couple of better, more A level subjects. <laughs> like at least do one of do one of either English or maths because it will probably help me to kind of along the way to kind of working something out of maybe choosing better degree choices in the future but i or it might just go some way to helping me just kind of have something a little better on the cv than something like graphics and theater but at the, at the end of the day it's you know i'm i'm quite happy with most of the choices i made um you know i'm, I'm here where i am now i'm you know i'm in a sort of like decent paid job i think i think the only thing i'd really say to myself is just kind of don't wait so much just kind of go out and and don't let people kind of guilt you into kind of staying around for things to you know go out and explore if like because nobody really grows if you're just kind of staying in the same place all the time um so i'd say don't so like i'd say to myself just don't get hung up on people wanting to stay in one place if you want to go out and grow because essentially if you stay in one place that's where you're going to stay and the you're never going to learn at the end of the day and you know kind of um coming back to the point i started on you know coming to um like leaving leaving sheffield coming to nottingham coming to the like house paint academy have kind of grown into much more of a you know performer than i am now than i would have ever been probably staying in sheffield so it's you know just don't be essentially just don't be afraid to take a risk and go out and explore really that's that's solid sound advice man really like and that's that's suitable for all years not just telling your younger self i think i'd say mm. so yeah, on, it's, on that, yeah it's, it's something i it's something i keep telling myself just don't don't be afraid to kind of you know don't be afraid of the unknown just kind of go explore it if it you know if it bites you then you know for you know for next time but you, you never know until you try it absolutely absolutely so i mean timo is an absolutely wonderful human being who i've known for as long as he's been in nottingham like and, and i really want to thank timo for his time and for joining me for this conversation so please timo over to you feel free to plug push and anything you want to like social media presence if you want to anything like that go ahead um it's well it's it's been a bit dormant over the um the current last year or so but um if you want to follow me on the channels um you can find me on instagram and twitter at timberwolf uh, with an e on the end uk uh, so that's t-i-m-b-e-r-w-l-l-f-e uk caps um i'm there on instagram twitter as i say it's, it's been a bit dormant with not much happening over the last couple of years but um those will be when everything starts kicking off again 
that's where you most likely find me. Um, check out House of Pain um, when we come back again as well, because um, you know House of Pain needs all the support it can get as much as anything else in the, in the biz right now. So um, you know, with that with that being there and with them being there and sticks and everything like that, you know, I I wouldn't be here myself. So um, absolutely, go out and so Timberwolf UK and House of Pain, go check those out. That's um, I think where I'll leave it. Cool, awesome. And to all you lovely folks listening, you can find us on Twitter at When We Grow Pod. Join me next time as I step into our time machine once again with another guest and find out what they want to be when we grow up. Mm-hmm.